Yes, Lord, it's all about you. Lord, we thank you for your presence here today. We thank you, Lord, that where two or three are gathered, there you are in the midst of them, Lord. And we've just felt your beautiful presence here today. Lord, we pray that you'll take the words that I'm about to share. And Lord, you'll challenge all of our hearts, encourage us. But Lord, that uh, we will be taught this morning to enter in like we've never entered in before, into your presence. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, please take your seats this morning. Great to see you in church. Great to have our family together in church. We start a new theme this month, and it's the praise-filled life. So it doesn't really surprise me that uh, when we start a theme on the praise-filled life, our our team starts getting hit <laughs> with sickness and all sorts of things going wrong because the enemy doesn't want us to praise our Saviour. Because uh, praising God is not just a feel good for us. Praising God is actually a weapon. It's a battle strategy. And uh, when we praise God, something breaks in the atmosphere and it doesn't take drums. It doesn't take blue lights. It doesn't take this, that or the other. All it takes is hearts of worship who want to respond to God and want to exalt his name and put aside our agendas and our concerns of the day. And we say, no matter what, we're going to praise God. And so we are going to talk today about the praise filled life. And I want to talk to you about everyday praise. Everyday praise. I remember years ago, we used to sing a song. If you've been in the church for a, a long season of time, you might remember this particular chorus. And it was taken from Psalm 113. And the words went like this, from the rising of the sun to the going. I can't, I can't say it without doing the actions because everyone used to do the actions. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Who remembers it? Great. I thought about that. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Now, I had a quick look at Google and I typed in, has there ever been a time in history where the sun hasn't? Risen and then gone down. It couldn't answer me. I actually did some calculations, some mathematical calculations as to how many days I've been on this earth. I've been on this earth 21,211 days. I added the 14 leap year days and the extra from my birthday this year. I've been on earth that long and, and not once have I ever heard of the sun not rising and going down again? Not, not, not once. And that if you take people that are slightly older than myself, like John Mann, goodness, it's gazillions of days. Um, and never once, never once in that time has it ever happened that the sun hasn't risen and gone down again. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. That means he is to be praised every day. Every day. And so I started thinking about this thought. What if, 
What if praise was an everyday experience rather than just an every now and again expression? What if praise was an everyday experience rather than just an every, every now and again expression? What if praise was a part of our Christian life rather than just a part of religious duty? What if praise was a a regular focus of our existence rather than just the occasional token thing to do on a Sunday? You see, the point I want to make this morning is this, that praise is meant to be everyday praise. It is meant to be everyday praise. Praise is meant to be a lifestyle, not a life choice. It's a lifestyle. What, what kind of praise am I talking about this morning? And here is my, my definition of praise. Praise is the constant honouring of our God in our word and our action with the language and the heart of reverence and love. Let me repeat that because it's pretty good. Praise is the constant honouring of our God in our word and action with the language and the heart of reverence and love. Let me read to you a few scriptures this morning. You're going to be hearing a few psalms this morning because psalms are songs of praise. Let's start with Psalm 5 verse 3. My voice, not my voice, this is the writer of psalms. My voice shall you hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. What a great place to start on our journey of praise. What a great place to start. In the morning, I shall direct my prayer. I shall direct my praise to you and look up. That's a good place to start our praise journey. That's like hopping out of bed and being able to say, good morning, Lord, rather than, oh, good Lord, it's morning. It's a good place to start. But it goes further than that. Psalm 55 verse 17. Listen to these words. Evening and morning and at noon, I will pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. Now we're getting serious about praise. Three times there. Evening, morning, night, noon. We shall praise God. Now we're getting serious, but hey, it gets even better than that. Psalm 119, verse 164. Seven times a day, I praise you because of your righteous judgments. Now we're just getting fanatical. Seven times a day, my goodness, to praise God seven times a day, that is something else. But it gets even better than that. Psalm 145 verse 2. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your name forever and ever. You see, now praise is becoming a lifestyle. That's incredible. Every day I shall praise you. I shall praise your name forever and ever. Can I hear a praise? Great. Thank you, Liz. But it gets even better than that. 
Yeah, I know, just when you thought it was all over. Psalm 34 verse 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You see, now praise is more than just a lifestyle. Praise is the constant avenue of his presence in my life. See, I've got to tell you, after serving God for many, many years, I know that my best life is the praise-filled life. It is the best life when praise is my everyday experience. God's presence is my everyday strength. I've seen it time and time again. But you know what? I've also seen the opposite. I've also seen the opposite. You see, when praise is missing from my life, so is the the clarity and, and the comfort of God's presence and his guidance in my life. Many years ago, In the 1600s, there was a man who entered a Carmelite brotherhood. His name was Brother Lawrence. You may have heard of him. He was a kitchen hand. And he decided to do one thing for the remainder of his life as a kitchen hand. And it was this, to practice the presence of God. And so amazing was his experience that a book was written by his friend, Joseph de Beaufort about Brother Lawrence and his maxims and the lessons that he learned. Let me read to you one of the lessons Brother Lawrence learned on acquiring the spiritual life. This is what he said. Whatever we do, if we're just reading the word or praying, we should stop for a few minutes as often as possible to praise God from the depths of our hearts to enjoy him there in secret. Since you believe that God is always with you, no matter what you may, may be doing, why shouldn't you stop for a while to adore him, to praise him, to petition him, to offer him your heart and to thank him? What would please God more than for us to leave the cares of the world temporarily in order to worship him in our spirits? These momentary retreats serve to free us from our selfishness, which can only exist in the world. In short, we cannot show God our loyalty to him more than by renouncing our worldly selves as much as a thousand times a day to enjoy even a single moment with him. Wow. You see, friends, we can learn. We can learn to praise God throughout the day, to practice his presence throughout each and every day of our life. That's something. That's powerful. Not just the token prayer on the way to work. Not just the, 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 the token thanks around lunchtime for this food. But we can learn to practice the presence of God, to have a constant and acute awareness of the presence of God in our life each and every day. What if? What if praise was, was Monday's meditation? And what if praise was Tuesday's testimony? And what if praise was Wednesday's worship and and Thursday's thankfulness and Friday's focus and Saturday's Sabbath delight and Sunday's shout of celebration each and every day? What if? 
In fact, I think that's a great little way of developing the everyday praise in our lives and we're putting together a little card for you over the next couple of weeks. Why wouldn't we want everyday praise in our life? There's only two reasons I can think of for that. The first is this, we wouldn't want everyday praise in our life if we don't want an everyday relationship with Jesus in our life. Or we wouldn't want everyday praise in our life if we don't really understand or we haven't really experienced the power of his presence in our life. Because when we experience the power of his presence in our life, we would want to praise him. We would want to exalt his name. We would want to lift him high. Thankfulness would just come so easily to our God. So this morning I want to share with you some of the benefits of everyday praise. Not that praise is about us. It's about him. It's about him. It's all about you, Jesus. We sang this morning. But I think it's important for us to recognise and realise that there is incredible benefit in having everyday praise in our life to God. And so I want to use the acronym Praise, P-R-A-I-S-E, in case you didn't know how to spell it, praise. So let's start with the letter P and I'm motoring through this morning. Everyday praise prepares your body, your soul and your spirit. It prepares your body, your soul and your spirit. You see, we are tripartite beings made up of body, soul and spirit. Some people believe soul and spirit are the same thing. Well, they're wrong. And I don't need to go through through the theology. I don't have time to go through the theology of that this morning. But just believe me, we are body, we are soul and we are spirit. Do you know that there are certain days when body-wise, physically, I'm just not prepared for the things coming my way. And I'm sure you can agree. There's, there's times when I, I'm just exhausted physically. Just before Revival Week, uh, we had a busy time at church and the staff worked so hard. We had a busy time preparing for Revival Week. And I've got to tell you, I got to Revival Week totally exhausted. I was you know, I, I had a bit of a health scare at the end of last year, as you know, and I'm still recovering from that. And, and I find that when I get to the end of my week, I'm just, I'm just tuckered out sometimes. And I got to the end of the week before revival week and I thought, how on earth do I face this week? But you know what? Never once did I say to myself, I'm going to take this particular night off and Rodney can do it. He was exhausted too. (laughs) Never once did I say that because this is what I determined in my heart. I said, I'm going to go out every night of the week and I'm going to make sure that I praise my Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. I'm going to lift my voice. I'm going to clap. I'm going to shout. I'm going to lift my hands in surrender. I'm going to sing. I'm going to dance or what I call dance. I'm going to dance. And this is what happened. Okay, even though I was physically tired out, I discovered that as I waited on the Lord, which is not just sitting back, but as I waited on the Lord, he renewed my strength. It's like that should be in the Bible somewhere. 
You know, there are, there are days when I'm not prepared for the emotional stuff, the roller coaster ride of all the emotions and, and the things that come my way. And I'm sure you're the same. My, my soul struggles with the situations that I face. There are other days when both my, my physical and my emotional, my, my body and my soul are unable to face things. And, and what happens is that that, that causes my, my spirit to be inhibited, to be, to be not perhaps ignited for the things of God like it could be. But friends, that's when praise kicks in. That's when praising our God and Saviour kicks in. Let, let me explain this to you using Psalm 100 verse 4. It's a well-known passage. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. And so the imagery in this verse is the imagery of the tabernacle, the Old Testament tabernacle. There were the gates to the outer court. And we hear that this is the gates of thanksgiving. And then there's the inner court. And the inner court was the area of praise, it says there. And then, of course, we know in other passages, we know that there was the holy of holies, which is the place of worship, the presence of God himself. Now, the outer court word in Psalm 100 here, enter his gates with thanksgiving is the word toda. And it means this. It means to require an action, to require a physical response to require something of your body and that action is to actively lift your hands in surrender so it's a physical action it is the body and then we go to the next the inner court and there is the word praise and that word praise is the word tequila not tequila that will give you a totally different reaction Tehillah. And Tehillah means this. It means to passionately celebrate. To passionately celebrate. It is a a heartfelt response. It is the soul. And then, of course, comes the, the Holy of Holies, that place of worship, that place of spirit and truth. And you see, there is a pattern represented here. Outer court, inner court. Holy of holies, thanksgiving, praise, worship, body, soul, spirit. And you see, that's what happens when we have everyday praise. It is a pathway of preparation for our body, our soul and our spirit to engage in your God-given purpose. Why wouldn't you want to everyday praise God? The P stands for preparing your body, soul and spirit. Everyday praise then redirects your responses. It redirects your responses. I I love this. It, It redirects your responses because I know in my life when it's not filled with everyday praise, then my responses are not filled with the character of Christ or the sensitivity I should have to the Holy Spirit. Have you ever had those kind of days when you think, I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't reacted that way. 
this one's going to come and bite me. I just know it. I, I just didn't respond the way I should have responded. Now, listen, we're, we're all sinners saved by grace, so we're going to make mistakes. But, but listen to this. Praise helps direct our responses in a godly manner. In a godly manner. Let me give you a psalm again. Psalm 101 verses 1 to 4. I will sing of mercy and justice. To you, O Lord, I will sing praises. So David here is practicing everyday praise. But listen to what it says as he continues. I'll behave wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when will you come to me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set nothing wicked before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not cling to me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will not know wickedness. Think about all those responses. What incredible responses to his day. I'm going to behave with wisdom. I'm going to be able to walk with a perfect heart. I'm not going to allow anything to uh, come before me that is wicked. I'm, I'm going to remain pure. My heart's going to remain pure. I'm not going to entertain any form of wickedness. How come David could respond that way? Because everyday praise redirected his responses. Wow. Let's move on. A. Everyday praise accesses his presence. Accesses his presence. You know, it, it's sad to admit. But there have been days when I haven't accessed God's presence. Or to put it more correctly, I've, I've gone through my day's agenda with no acute awareness of his presence. And friends, it wasn't that he wasn't there. Because he's always there. It was that I never opened up the pathway of praise as an avenue to hear his voice. I just want to say this this morning. If his presence isn't with you, guess who moved? Psalm 34 verse 4 says this. I sought the Lord and he heard me. I love that. I, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Friends, see, it's like this. Access to the presence of God has been made through the blood of Jesus Christ upon that cross. Awareness of his presence has been made through the Holy Spirit within us and an avenue to his presence is made through everyday praise. Everyday praise. I. Everyday praise identifies God's solutions. I love this. You see, just about every day we're confronted with all sorts of situations where we need wisdom and understanding and discernment and most of those days we handle those situations with just logical reasoning. Logical reasoning or perhaps the referencing of various experiences, some advice. 
knowing some strategies that work or entertaining some risk assessment or some guesswork. And and that's how we tend to approach situations. But imagine, imagine having access to a godly wisdom in those difficult and seemingly unanswerable situations that we face in life. Imagine having the access to godly wisdom in those situations. Well, let me give you a psalm. Psalm 138, verse 3. In the day when I cried out, you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul. What's he saying there? This is how I interpret that, that verse. In the day where I praised and petitioned you, Not only did you answer me, but you actually gave me a boldness and a conviction in my heart that goes with it. Why would you need a boldness and a conviction unless God had given you a solution? Unless he had given you an answer to what you were believing for in that particular situation. Friends, God is a solution giver. Waymaker, miracle worker promise keeper, light in the darkness. I just wish solution giver was in there too. (laughs) At the previous church I was a pastor at, we had a guy visit the church and we asked him to share his testimony of how he started his missions ministry in Africa. Amazing story he had had on his heart to get Bibles to all the upper echelons of authority throughout the continent of Africa. Amazing story. And not only that, but he also felt that they needed to go into villages and build wells of fresh water and they needed to provide assistance to mothers who were looking after orphaned children. And so he told us the story of how it all came about because his first dilemma was this, how do I raise money for another African missions venture? All of you who are from Africa, you know that there's so many thousands of of mission ventures in that continent and in the countries of that continent. So he thought, how do I raise money for something else? And as he was praising, as he was worshipping God, as he was just devoting himself to his Lord and Saviour, he said it wasn't the audible voice of God, but it was as close as he can imagine it getting. And this is what he heard. He heard these words, don't go for the big dollars, go for the loose change. He thought, hang on a minute, God, this vision that you've put in my heart, it's, it's going to cost millions. And you're saying this? And the voice repeated to him, don't go for the big dollars, go for the loose change. Long story short, he started the whole process of his Africa mission on five bucks, five dollars. And people all around the world heard about what he was wanting to do and what God had put in his heart. And people said, I can give five dollars. I can give five dollars. I can give five dollars. And it started coming in. He started to see amazing things happen. He started to fund village wells and mother's support of orphaned children and Bibles. He he managed to get Bibles into so many of the militaries of the various countries throughout Africa. Met with presidents 
in those countries. And today, Operation Africa is now one of the biggest missions, feels that there is. It started with a creative solution that God identified to this guy and he was obedient to what God said and look what happened. Everyday praise identifies God's solutions. Everyday praise, oh, I love this, silences the enemy. You see, praise is a weapon that avails itself of the resources of heaven to fight and silence the enemy. 2 Corinthians 10, 4, 5. I love this verse. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God to the pulling down of strongholds. I said it earlier, but everyday praise is not just a feel good. It's a battle strategy. Let me give you a psalm. Psalm 18, 32 to 34. This is a, a song of praise when David was delivered from his enemies. He says, this, it is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of deer and he sets me on high places. He teaches me, uh, he teaches my hands to make war so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. He goes on and says, for you have armed me with strength for battle. You have subdued under me those who rose up against me. You see, friends, when we praise the name of Jesus, when we lift up the name of Jesus, the enemy is actually reminded of his defeat at Calvary and he has no option but to shut up and leave the attack and the accusation for another day. And let me tell you, there will be another day. See, that's part of our problem. Because we don't practice everyday praise, we let our guard down. Notice in Luke chapter 4, when Jesus was tempted by Satan, it says at the end of that temptation, it says, Satan departed until an opportune time. See, he's always going to come back. He doesn't learn. He's always going to try again. But friends, when we have everyday praise to our Lord and Saviour, when we are functioning in everyday praise, when we are exalting his name each and every day, the devil has no option but to flee. As we exalt the name of Jesus, everyday praise silences the enemy. And finally, everyday praise empowers the walk of faith. It empowers our walk of faith. We've been through a tough time in the last three or four years, haven't we? It hasn't been easy. And I've seen a number of believers who have fallen off the way, who have fallen to the side And I actually believe that many who we've lost or many who have gone through a crisis of their faith during this time, I believe that one of the reasons was they didn't have the language of everyday praise to sustain them on the journey. So I just want to encourage you this morning with one last psalm. Just the first couple of verses. It's a psalm that I think we should all read right through. 
I know some of you are familiar with it. Psalm 91. Verses 1 and 2. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and He is my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. You see, as we everyday praise, as we every day lift His name, we learn what it is to trust. We learn what it is to trust. Our life, our journey is empowered and our faith grows. Amen. Let's close our eyes this morning. Everyday praise. prepares your body, soul, and spirit. It redirects your responses. It accesses His presence. It identifies God's solutions. It silences the enemy and empowers the walk of faith. Friends, if you don't take anything from today, take this. Your best life is the praise-filled life. And I just want to pray this morning. Maybe as I've been talking this morning, there have been those who are challenged to make praise an everyday experience, not just an every now and again expression. And can I ask you, if that's you, you say, yeah, I, 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 I need to make praise an everyday expression, an everyday experience in my life. Can I ask you to stand up where you are? I'm standing with you. And there may be those here this morning and your heart has been challenged to have an everyday relationship with Jesus Christ. If that's you, can I ask you to stand as well? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're a good God. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for every person who has responded this morning. Lord, We want to praise you every day because we know you're worthy. We know you are worthy. We want to exalt your name. We want to lift you high. Lord, I pray that from this day, this Sunday, the shout of celebration, this Sunday, Lord, I pray that from this Sunday it will become Monday's meditation and Tuesday's testimony and Wednesday's worship and Thursday's thankfulness and Friday's focus and Saturday's Sabbath delight. Lord, each and every day I pray that we will praise your name. 
I pray for those in the building today who have been challenged to make Jesus an everyday relationship, to have you in their life, to ask you for your forgiveness of their sin and to turn and follow your ways. I pray, Jesus, that you'll become so incredibly real in their situation. We ask this in your precious name. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet.